Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. guys, it's the Hollywood Life Podcast. I am here with my co-anchor, Ali Stagnita. Hi, Ali. Hello. Hi, Bonnie. Um, yes, we're so excited to have a special guest today, a friend of the show, um, who I think might be one of the busiest women in the world right now. <laughs> so we have a lot to talk to her about. Um, so Bonnie, I will let you introduce our special guest. Well, she... I agree. She has got to be one of the very busiest women in the world right now. She's got so many projects and we're thrilled to have her back. I think this is at least your third time mm-hmm. on the podcast, friend of the show. So everybody welcome Alicia Reiner. Thanks guys. That was the warmest welcome ever. Now it, I feel like we're family now. It's like you're going home for the weekend. Exactly. Well, you know, we we've talked to you about so about, you know, Orange is the New Black and other projects you've had, but I can't believe how much you've got on your plate right now. The pandemic certainly did not hold you back um, because yeah, got uh, well, well, we'll start talking first about this new show show that I'm absolutely obsessed with just having watched the trailer. And it's called Shining Veil, and it's premiering March 6th on Stars. And you are starring in that with Courtney Cox, Mira Sorvino, and Greg Kinnear. And yep. oh my God, it looks so good. Do you, could you tell it's, us about it? We just, we just had the premiere two nights ago. Two nights ago? Yeah. And it was my first time seeing it, but we also, we had the premiere at Man's Chinese Theater, which was so perfect none of us had been to a theater in like two years so (laughs) it was magical to be at this iconic theater and to be particularly there with this piece of art because there are so many references to to iconic film like The Shining Um, and I won't tell you about the rest but any horror fans will be delighted at all the Easter eggs in the show. But for me, what is so fun about this show is it's a new genre that we've never really seen before. It's a true horror comedy and it's really grounded and character driven. And I just love everything about it. I love our cast is incredible. You know, the supporting cast is incredible. Judith Light is in it um it is it is magic now when you say true does that mean that this horror comedy is based on truth (laughs) no 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 (laughs) when did i say true did i say true a true horror comedy it's definitely a horror comedy no and i I would i should have said an authentic oh okay yes and can you tell us, Alicia, about your character, like the role that you play within this 
like sure. um, I play um Greg's work colleague who may be a love interest uh, remember that Greg is married to Courtney Cox so what I like to say is what's scarier being possessed or your husband having an affair (laughs) (laughs) it's a good question right Instagram poll yeah (laughs) that's that I'll be doing that one when my when my episode airs definitely Alicia you're you are you know, you are like a femme fatale. You are, you've been the kind of the work wife, uh, love interest in more than one show now. Yeah, I never <laughs> thought of that. That's so true, Bonnie. <laughs> I know. I feel like last time you were on the show, we talked about this, how like you are the nicest person ever and you keep getting cast as these like villainous characters. So just show what a great actress you are. It's you know? so funny, you know, I have a couple things to say about that. One is I love this show so much because it is a new genre and it's it's so fun as an actor playing in a new playground. Do you know what I mean? It's like, oh my God, I've never done this before. And it's scary too. Not just scary like boo on the show, but as an actor, it's scary doing something new. But it's so, so, so fun. And it's so different than better things or anything else I'm doing right now. And for me, I think every, maybe not every actor, but for me, I'm always looking for something I've never done. It's so exciting and juicy and fun for me. It's like, I think about um, Ariana Dubois, the beautiful and amazing friend who just won the SAG award for West Side Story. She gets to be like incredibly, dramatic sing and dance in a movie um I think about Jessica Chastain with eyes of Tammy Faye and her transformation or I'm right now watching Pam and Tommy yeah and her Lily James's work is extraordinary like unbelievable so those are the roles that we're always so excited about this week Mm -hmm. I auditioned for um like a it's a a rodeo movie and I would love to play like the rodeo kids mom you know because I've never played that um so I'm always super excited when I get to play in a new playground well this um just going back to shining veil I thought this was you know really interesting the idea it takes place it's a a family that moves to a new house to kind of have a reset on the parents' relationship. And the the mom is a writer and I guess she's got writer's block and the house it turns out is haunted mm-hmm. and by a very interesting ghost. <laughs> very interesting. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, you know, the other thing that I love about this show is yes, it's, it's haunt the house is haunted and she perhaps gets possessed by that demon um but additionally on a deeper level it's about how we can immediately assume that a woman's crazy right like she starts saying these things and immediately it's like oh she's crazy here let's give her let's give her medication oh she's depressed and no 
she's being possessed by a fucking demon, you know, but we always, you know, there's something deep about women and mental health that this show touches on that I love. That's very true. It's a, it's like that kind of double meaning on one hand, it's a a comedy because it's clip that's there's funny things but then it's not just the horror of the fact that the house is haunted but it's the horror of not being seen like the fact that she's being misread as as mentally having mental issues mental health issues when she's actually being literally possessed yeah Yeah. so it's exciting so have you ever experienced a haunting anywhere yourself i will not say yes or no but I will say if you check the interwebs you might find a tv show called the haunting of and I may have been on it so it might be worth checking (laughs) I can assume that like when you guys were filming orange is the new black probably (laughs) is like that I like I think those things are haunted (laughs) those old penitentiaries oh yeah so that's for sure yeah Definitely. And then Better Things just premiered the final season of Pamela Adlon's show um, that you've been on. Tell us a little bit about just wrapping um, that up uh, and saying goodbye to your character. It's been heartbreaking because I love, I love this group of humans so much. And I love the family that Pamela created both. You know, I think one of the magical things about this show is it talks about how we have blood family and and friend family and she doesn't say like oh I have a fucked up real family so I had to create this friend family she's more about the amalgam of it all that it takes a village particularly as a single mom to Mm -hmm. raise children Mm -hmm. and I think it's a really important piece of parenting and what it means to be a single working mother is you need a village and Pamela Adlon in this show created a working breathing human authentic village in a way I've never seen on a show um so it's been an outrageous joy playing her best friend in this um I compare her to Cassavetes. I feel like she's a female modern Cassavetes, the way she breathes life into characters. And it's not character you know, it's not Curb Your Enthusiasm or Seinfeld. It's like these really, really organic human beings that you recognize. Um, there was a review that I, that someone sent me um, that talked about how her experience of menopause and her experience of parenting teens is more authentic than anything they've ever seen. Um, and that's my experience too. You know, I, I learned a lot from watching this, you know, um, (laughs) I can't remember what season it was, but like going on her colonoscopy with her, I had, I, I still haven't had a colonoscopy. But in real life I, yet? I have not yet, Ooh, but like. Get in ready. Life, <laughs> I, I, I one. My husband, you have had one? Yeah. Um, have one. Yeah. Well, I'll hear that story in a second. But like, <laughs> I felt like I was a better wife when my husband had one because 
of that episode, you know, and that's, it's funny because we're all a mess on the show kind of, but I do believe it watching uh, my experiences watching the show makes me a better person. And I guess that's what better things is all about. Um, and character wise this season, I really can't tell you anything because everything about my character this season is a spoiler. So I'm not going to tell you a thing. Okay. What's it like when you are on a show like this, this is its fifth and final season where you do become so close offset as well as on, like, what is it like to be both part of it and then having to leave it? It must be really sad. Yeah. That's the nature of our work. Like it's the goal that every show becomes something of family. You know, we certainly had that on orange so many movies I've done I've had that on the deuce like I'm still friends one of my dearest friends is from orange you know Beth Dover who Linda from accounting we were were, were super (laughs) enemies but in real life we were both married to actors we were both moms and we had a lot in common and um and then on the deuce like Margarita, who's incredible new show, just premiered as well, which she's the star of. I think it's called In From the Cold. Um, And we became friends. So you find your people and that's kind of the nature of the game. Um, And you hope that you can keep, you know, that you get to keep those friends. You get to keep that family of friends that we were talking about earlier. Mm -hmm. And is there anything you know, that you did with it. Uh, well, I have two questions about it being just the final. Yeah. Season. I mean, the first one I think is, is, do you think it could have continued? Could it have gone on? Or was this like the right time for it to end? I would do 10 seasons of this show. I think the, the tricky bit is the kids were all growing up and leaving the house. So I think that's a tough, it's a different story then. Um, And that's really a Pamela question. I think, I don't know. I've never actually asked her, but it feels to me like she was ready to move on and to grow past, um, you know, uh, it feels something like when you look under a rock and you, you see all of what's going on under there. And, um, and she sort of cleaned out everything that was going on under that rock. Um, and then it's this, I don't know, I, I th- because it's the end, I, I envision that rock then goes to a cemetery and um, we put that rock on a, on a grave and we go, okay, you know, that's, that's over. I feel like she deeply, deeply, deeply explored the issues of mothering teens and being a working mother and having a mother um, and that like taking care of her mother in a way I had never seen before. And she might be ready for a new chapter herself as a human being, you know, she might want to tell the new stories just like I was talking about earlier about playing in new playgrounds, but I, I've never asked her, you know, I think most of the time when we're on set, she's acting, writing, directing, and producing. So I try not to bug her with anything and not necessarily. Like praised. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And so now what can you tease for us 
about the secret Marvel project. Ooh. Talk about taking on something new. Like oh, okay. the two Thanks. other, this, and then the other thing I'm gonna ask you about like that is completely different from anything it's you've so done. Different. I'm so different. I'm so excited. Movie. You know, everyone who's ever worked with Marvel knows that you're not allowed to say anything ever. Or they'll cut off your head. Um, not really, but uh, it's you know it is very. You feel very nervous talking about anything. So I can't wait for you guys to see it. I loved working on it. Um, I love every human being involved. I love the story we're telling. And again. Um, you, you guys as an activist know me, um, about talking about women, talking about immigrant stories, um, subtle results, still you, but with fewer lines, Botox cosmetic out botulinum toxin a is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulties swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia Gravis or Lambert Eden syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com. Empowering young women. So you have that's a, what I will any, say. Like a special power. Can you tell us that? Your character? I can't tell anything no no um and alicia being part of the mcu is just like such a big deal i mean people dream of having roles within that universe um what is just like that experience like for you like are you ready for all the fanfare i have no idea what it be you know like right because nothing's been, I've like, never oh. been like all of us have never all of us on this show have never been on a marvel show before so none of us have any clue what it's like so i'm excited for the next chapter and what that feels like i think you always there's this thing as an actor where every project you do as someone tells you like this is gonna change your life and it never <laughs> really does. You know, does. Like, I think hopefully it doesn't because hopefully you're grounded in the truth of like who you are, what you want to do on the planet, the people you love being, you know, for me being an activist and like being of service to the organizations I'm of service to. Um, and that it's like before enlightenment, chop wood, carry water after enlightenment, chop wood, carry water uh. or the big movie, chop wood, carry water after um, chop wood, carry water, like stay grounded. Um, yeah. So is your daughter particularly excited about her mom? Yeah, I think so, because honestly, she hasn't seen anything. She's almost old enough now. I think she just turned 13. So we're like, oh, wow, she could watch better things now. Like, you know, when we started, she was eight and it was deeply inappropriate um but now she's 13 and that's a really different thing um and I would say like we, I she's never seen orange is the new black she's never seen the deuce 
She's right. seen, I'm, I'm the voice of Ms. Marmalady on Butterbeans Cafe, which is for the under five set. And she's, <laughs> uh, um, I did an amazing show for Apple called Helpsters, which she loved. So those okay. have been like the only things she's seen. So I'm excited for her to see more. And we talked about your, like the amazing part of your job and you as an actress that you're able to kind of go for all of these different type of roles, whether it's the villain, whether it's the mom and the this and the that and all of these different genres. And you kind of brought it up, but as an activist and as somebody with like a really strong moral compass that really knows what she believes in, are there roles that you would say no to that you don't want to do? And, and how much does that kind of like activism go into these roles that you're choosing? Absolutely. You know, I would say early on in my career, I wouldn't say no to anything. I was just like, yes, yes, yes. But um, particularly during COVID, there was a lot I turned down because it just felt like this is not worth risking my health and my life for and the health and life of my family. Like that, that was an inciting moment. Becoming a parent did that a little bit too of like, oh, is this worth leaving home for? Um, And it's such a case by case basis. I remember when I was pregnant, there was a project where I was um, kidnapped and I didn't want to do it because I was just like, I just don't want the soul, the future soul of my future child to have to go through whatever my body and the cells of my body will go through to do the best job in that job. Um, and, uh, I trust that like something else will come along that will be of service to me and the planet in a different way. Mm -hmm. Now you, this other project that you've got also takes you to a different place. I'm going to, I'm really going to look forward to you in this role. Um, it's a dark comedy called going places. Oh yeah. You are the head of a criminal enterprise mm-hmm. who also happens to be a devoted, loving mother. <laughs> yeah, I love I mean, Max Chernoff, who wrote that script and who directed it, I think is absolutely brilliant. You'll hear a lot from him in the future. He's a very young man and it was his first script and I'm so proud to be part of it. Stampede Pictures uh, produced it and it's an incredible cast and I had so much fun and it was interesting because it was right after doing some Marvel work and I will say the questions I asked walking into that were so different because I had worked on a Marvel show Um, meaning my character in this is, um, I will say, like has to go do some pretty serious stunts and is tied up and gagged and all this and that set fire to and all this stuff. And because I had done a Marvel show, my first question to them was, who's your stunt coordinator and will I have a stunt double the whole time? And this was before Rust and what happened with Rust. And I feel so fortunate that I had been through this Marvel project to know, like I never would have known to ask for those things. My agents and managers didn't necessarily know to ask like, who's your stunt coordinator? Um, So I felt so lucky to know to ask the right questions 
so that when I was on set, you know, I, I also asked who's my first AD and who's the prop master and um, all of the answers were really, really, really strong. And I felt so safe on that set. I felt so deeply taken care of every time, for example, a gun was given to me, it was shown to me, it was shown that it was empty. It you know, like I was treated with such care that I didn't, I think I would not have appreciated were it not for Marvel. And even now, because of what happened with Rust, I appreciate a hundred times more. Absolutely. Yeah, really. That's so frightening. Yeah. Like, I guess to think in retrospect that you worked with guns and then yeah. this terrible accident, tragedy happened on the Rust set. Yeah. Right. And that like, it wasn't a thought prior to for anybody not just you I, i'm sure for anybody to even ask and go about those you know details the final details and like safety measures because why would something like that ever happen and, and there's you know one thing that i will say as an actor one thing i've learned and i would say to any young actor is don't be afraid to ask questions when you're offered jobs you know i was so blessed this year to be offered so many jobs. Um, and it was, you know, particular in this time where we're not auditioning and we're not auditioning in person um, to be offered going places in the Marvel project and um, Shining Vale was such a gift. And it's when you're offered something out of the blue, sometimes it's like, oh my God, I, I just have to say yes. And don't be afraid to ask questions and to ask who, you know, who is your DP? Who like who? It, it's empowering, and um, I think it really helps us make decisions. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I think that's great advice to um, younger actors and actresses. Now, you know, you have a whole life outside of your acting career, in that you're such an activist and. I mean, I was looking at your Twitter feed. There's so many things that you, issues that you are concerned about and that you are working on. And aren't you, didn't you become a volunteer firefighter? I did. I just became a volunteer fire person. I, um, we have drills every month now. So I'm wow. coming up in like two weeks. And then I'm all like, you have continuing education. So every month I have like 20 hours of, classes to be taking, even though I'm already a volunteer because, or like I passed my exam because you have to stay educated, even if you're, because if you're not at the fire station every day, you want to make sure you're practicing. So does that mean that you would go in and fight fires? I do. Yeah. Okay. That is so cool. What oh my God. you do that? My husband and my daughter and I spent, um, a great deal of time during COVID in Fire Island. So from March, 2020 to October, it was eight months. And it's a very, very, very small community. Um, it's a small, small, small island off the coast of Long Island. There are no cars. There's no police there. It's a village. It's not even a city. It's a village. There's no police. There's no cars. There, the, in the city, in the village, there's not even a restaurant. There's just a general store that wasn't open until the summer. So March, April, May, mid-June, I think we had to like, my sweet, sweet husband would take a ferry 
to a farm I found and get us like eggs and um and I would like ship in almond milk um and he would get a bunch of fresh vegetables and we would cut it cut them and like put them in the freezer you know like save everything but I feel like that tiny tiny place that doesn't have a doctor that doesn't have a hospital that doesn't have police saved my life and all there is is volunteer fire and I felt like wow I want to give back to this community and I want to give back to this organization that made me feel safe when I was there um, and that that particular year responded to more calls than they've ever have in like 20 years so because there were more people there all year yeah, yeah. and um and there was more emergencies because people were scared, you know? Right. Um, so I volunteered, I will say I had no idea similar to building a house like I did and having a child like I did. You, if you knew what it entailed, you probably never would have done it. <laughs> um, I had no idea how hard it would be. Um, and there were many, many, many days of like bloody <laughs> knees and hysterical crying I called my best friend at one point during the thing and I was like I can't do this I can't do it <laughs> oh my gosh but I guess you did you stuck but I with did it. and I passed and have you actually gone out to any fires I, no not yet um probably the summer because we haven't I passed in December so we haven't been out there that much except for drills like people usually don't come out till the summer well be careful please I promise I promise if there's a fire I uh, my, my husband actually was a volunteer firefighter for a while That's and so cool. yeah I mean he ended up in some like fire situations yeah. yeah and I was very impressed that he was kept his cool but yeah all the equipment is so heavy yeah thank you oh my gosh that's amazing um and other I mean Bonnie probably has more questions too about like uh, the other activism that you're doing I mean there's so much going on in the world right now of course um I'm doing a lot with um abortion rights obviously and then Earth Day is coming up I was just asked to be on the board of the um Earth Day initiative so I'm doing a lot of programming and helping them um and then you know and it's just awareness my whole thing with environment is can we please inspire people instead of scaring the daylights out of them um inspire people to change as opposed to like fear 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 and then around reproductive rights it's obviously a huge issue I just did a big article for media planet about that and um I'm doing a lot of like boots on the ground um activism around that be it marching uh singing with the chorus like how do we help and how do we be of service to women who need it? Educating people about the abortion pill um, and also creating ways for women to, if their state does not allow abortion, creating ways for women to go across state lines to get abortions. Um, So those are two, you know, obviously women's equality is always huge. The t-shirt that I'm wearing, if you go to Equality Now, you can go to their gift shop and find the, t-shirt that my sweet beautiful daughter designed um I'm always it's funny Bonnie early on in my career I had an agent or imaginer PR person he was like 
you, you need to pick one cause. You have too many causes. And I was like, yeah, no, sorry. I can't. I, <laughs> I like care too much. I care too much. I care too much. I can't do it. I'm not going to have my own foundation right now. Wow. You know, I, why do you think, like, I've been surprised. I mean, there's a, right now, basically one in 10 women, those who live in Texas, because it's 40 million people, are, do not have access. Yeah to abortion after six weeks. And, you know, the Supreme Court is poised to overrule Roe versus Wade, which will make abortion uh, uh, very restricted in about at least 20, if not more other states. Why do you think there's not been more of an outcry from women about this? I think two things. One, there has been an outcry. Like they're really, to my experiences, there has been. Okay, good, I'm glad to hear that. The other thing is, I, I feel like we're exhausted. Like mm-hmm. there is, there's a level between the pandemic and what the last six years, excuse me, four years before Biden did to our country. What, you know, we were at this moment in time, there is a war going on in this world and it is about democracy and will will democracy hold and it's my deepest hope that those who whether you're republican or democrat you believe in democracy that is what america is about and it's my hope that perhaps this war can bring us together in that way and to remember that autocracy is is not healthy. Like we, we learned that through history. It's how people, you know, that's what happened with Hitler. That's what happened way before that. Um, and that's why America became America exactly. and became independent. They didn't want to exactly. live under a king who was a dictator. So I think there's a little bit of exhaustion among people right now about Subtle results, still you, but with fewer lines. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulty swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia gravis, or Lambert-Eaton syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com. Oh my God, another thing, you know, that we're losing yet another right. I'm heartbroken about trans rights in in Texas for children right now, you know, and it feels like there's so many fires to put out. It's really exhausting. Um, And I I don't really have an answer about how to not make it exhausting, except (laughs) my truth is when I take action as exhausting as I feel as exhausted as I may feel, if I take action, 
I sleep better at night. You know, when I doom scroll and watch the news about it, I feel worse. Right. Either ignore it or take action for me. That's just for this heart. Well, I really, I agree. I think that, that women in particular are exhausted, especially because, you know, so many mothers had to homeschool, like they had that there, the schools were closed. They were worrying about their children. They're particularly exhausted. I just hope that that exhaustion against all of these um, attacks on democracy and on our rights doesn't lead people to be too exhausted to vote in the midterms, because then it's just I'm going to publicly right now invite you to be an activist with me um, with the NIRH, which is um, the National Institute of Reproductive Health. And I've, they asked me to be a champion of choice honorary chair this year at their benefit. And maybe you guys want to join me. Yeah, we'd okay, love yeah. that. I'll send you an email about it. Please. Okay, great. I know. I, I'm curious if the other side, like I, I just, we've talked about this a little bit, like I'm curious if the other side is exhausted or are they just like live in life and we're just like fighting the good fight over and over and over and over again. Like I, I'm curious. It's, uh, it's such an interesting question. Yeah. They seem to be very energized attacking, okay. you know, the latest like Echo. transgender children. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they're just, they don't stop and you know, putting in there uh, trying to in this moment, like this is what I'm talking about is like, we are giving them power in this moment by talking about them. Like right. I, I feel deeply strongly, like I will fight you till the death on this one. Every moment you complain about something is a waste of your time. Yep. And a waste. Of it. Like either take action about it or be quiet and go self-care. I'm writing that down. <laughs> in my otherwise it's making yourself crazy and miserable if you talk about how horrible they are that is making yourself miserable you know that's like yeah. doing I the same thing over excellent. and over and expecting a different result that's and excellent they, advice. That is their way of stealing our power yeah that is like they're the crazier they become the more I think the Marjorie Taylor Greens of the world sometimes do their stuff just to spin our heads. So yeah. we're not busy doing the right thing. Work. If we all put down our phones and put down our social media and just got to work, a whole lot more would get done. Excellent advice. Instead of freaking out, it's like what Nancy Pelosi says, just get busy organizing. Exactly. And, and Gloria Steinem and Bell Hooks and Audra Lord. Yeah. You know, it's like, just say your truth and get busy organizing. I love it, Alicia. Well, Alicia, thank you so much. Thank you, guys. Such a pleasure. I'm out of your very busy schedule <laughs> and yeah. to tell us about all your projects. And so everybody... Tune in to the final season of Better Things. It's on FX. To the first season of Shining Veil on Stars, and that starts in a couple of days. Yeah. And we will all look 
forward to your Marvel movie and to going places, dark comedy. Yeah, you need to make sure you have Hulu, Disney Plus and start this year. That's that's my advice, yeah. Amazing, Alicia, thank you as always. It's so nice to see you. Yay. Thank you. Thank you for joining. See you guys. And I totally am going to follow up about Champions of Choice right okay. now. Good. Thank you. Right now. All right. Thank you. Take care. Bye, loves. Bye.